Tiger's got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. Tournament predictions and conversation on all the storylines across the PGA Tour. This is On the Green, WFUV's exclusive golf podcast. It's been a while, but we're back. Andrew Galatis here, Mike Calamari is here, Sam Davis still over the pond. I'm Chris Hennessy. Back the week of the PGA Championship. We took a couple weeks off, finals, you know. Lots of stuff going on. Congrats to Mike and the club baseball team. One uh, New England regionals. This is a golf podcast. This is a golf. Talking. Well, I mean, we were busy. I'm just trying to think of the reasons uh, we were busy. Yeah, if you didn't know, we won the New England yeah, regional. No we're big headed, deal. We're heading to the World Series. Tough for well, a team in New York to win the New England regional, but you know, you guys, you guys <laughs> found a way. And we, we did. We did. We did find a way, and we were New York City tough, and we got the job yeah, done. There you go. So congratulations. I was wondering how long it was going to be before that was mentioned. Well, so that know, was like a new record, like five <laughs> seconds in. So yeah, and there's Sam. Uh, Sam, let's, let's get an Ireland golf update quickly how, how are things is the game any better um and how, how are the courses treating you i i'd say the game is better i've been i've been i've been practicing a lot i actually found a driving range like relatively close to where i go to school so it's a little bit of a walk because obviously i don't have a car here but i have been making the walk to the driving range um i've been like four or five times so that's helped my game a lot actually they have like a nice chipping range as well in addition to a putting surface so they really have it all and that's been really nice to improve my game but i've also been able to play i think since we've last talked probably two or three times i've been able to get out on the course so i've been busy with finals too so not as much uh playing lately but i still have been able to get out there and I would say I'm, I'm, I'm hitting my stride. Uh, I shot uh, the best score, which I don't know if I want to share that score because <laughs> maybe it's embarrassing, but it's the best score I've shot in a long time. It was a 91. So the nice. best That's score I've shot very good. in about, I'd say, two years. So uh, I was very excited to do that, especially to do that over here in Ireland. Um, and I'm hoping I can carry some of that momentum into some golf this summer back in the States. We'll see that. Very nice. What I will say is that checking it with Sam, it like could be its own podcast. Oh, yeah, for like sure. Golf <laughs> with Sam. Golf <laughs> with Sam. The pictures are pretty incredible. Like a a one-on-one sit-down with Sam, a Q&A about his podcast experience. I mean, his golf experiences. It's in, basically uh, like Ireland. a recorded conversation of me and my dad whenever we talk. Like, I'll call him, and I'll just be, it'll be just basically like 20 minutes of us, like me talking about how I've been playing lately. So that's basically what it would be, but I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Very nice. Haven't been able to get out myself. The weather here has not been good. No. Last week has been good, though. Yes. Uh, very good. How are you, Andrew? I'm doing great. You know, for me, obviously, the PGA Championship coming up. It's been – these last few weeks have been a lot of entertaining golf, too, which has been great. And I'm hoping once finals are done to get back out on the course – uh, where I'm from, out on Long Island. That's kind of what I'm hoping to do more this summer. I want to make a point to go out, get better, actually. You know, what, you know what we should do this summer, boys? We should just get better at golf. So I'm going to try. This sounds like, sound like oh, so yeah, much fun. We should just it. get better at golf. Let's just do the thing where we like shoot under 100 every time we go out uh, there. Couldn't agree more. 
Um, yeah, it, you know, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be my last week of college if the New York Islanders didn't blow my life up. So that's where we're at. Uh, <laughs> Chris, I might this have is to, not five on three, but I might have to leave. That's all I'm saying. I might have to leave in the middle of this podcast to go to Lane Lambert availability as he was just hired as the coach of the Islanders. Because what else would my last week of college be? But on Zooms <laughs> with Lou Lamorello. Uh, so the PGA Championship is this week, as we mentioned. It should be a great time. 2007 PGA was the last time the Southern Hills Golf Course in Tulsa, Oklahoma, hosted a major championship. Since then, it's got undergone a full-scale renovation from Gil Hance. All the early, early reports from the, the tournament are that the course looks fantastic, which is great, uh, and happy to see it back in the rotation. Uh, but the reality of it is, and I, I, I we have said this a hundred times if we've said it once over the past month, nobody gives a crap about the golf course anymore <laughs> because the 50-year-old Mickelson Magic is not going to defend his PGA championship. That's what the people are talking about. He had signed up to play. He was going to play up until late last week when the PGA, cha- or the PGA Tour, excuse me, said that they would not be granting the waivers to go play in the Live Golf uh, event, which is the week before the U.S. Open, June 9th to 11th, out in London. And right after they said that, Phil drops out of the PGA Championship. Now, is that me connecting dots that don't necessarily need to be connected? You could say that. To me, excuse me, to me, these are directly related to each other, Andrew. Uh, Phil Mickelson not going to to, to defend his PGA Championship at Southern Hills. He has dropped out of the tournament, and it sounds like the next time we're going to see him is June 9th in London. It's crazy. It really is crazy to not see him defend his title after just, I mean, what he did last year. And, you know, it's interesting. Obviously, I think a lot of people are connecting the dots between the Live Golf event and uh, the PGA Championship. But also, I heard some rumblings that he wasn't playing very good, too. And How could he? He hasn't played golf in how long? It, it, did you see he was pretty out of shape in the pictures i don't know it was also kind of like zoomed in so those are tough to like tell <laughs> yeah. like i know this is kind of like the it's tiger watch for, for, for Phil, but i mean maybe it was that too supposedly he just like that was also was like maybe a combination of both but it's just crazy how he's not going to be out there i mean i also is he gonna have to like face the media eventually at the live golf will that happen or is that just like I mean, who knows for me it's just it's just such an interesting thing because he seemed so against it in those leaked statements and that he would never go actually play there. But now it seems like he actually might go play there. I feel like this is kind of the reality check when he's not going to defend his um, championship. So I, I don't know. I'm all over the place with Phil right now. It's really tough to get a read on what he actually wants to do. I think it's confusing just where his like, I, I don't really know what he's thinking right now in terms of if he does want to come back and play on the PGA tour, this move makes absolutely no sense, obviously, because he wanted to defend, you know, obviously his, his PGA championship. And the more that this gets drawn out, the more, you know, of a break that he takes from the PGA tour, the more likely you think, okay, he's probably not coming back. And, and this is going to be, you know, obviously a, a new phase of his career uh, to put it lightly, but that's why I, I'm just a little confused with, with why he decided not to play in the PGA. Um, I, I think, the Masters, I don't think as many people thought he was going to play in that tournament, but uh, to, I think he should. The fact that, yeah, I, I mean, you can, yeah, you could make, you could definitely make the argument that he should have. And I think they even, uh, the Masters themselves even said, hey, we wanted Phil to play. We wanted him in this tournament. He decided not to play. And, and that, that's the same thing with the PGA here we're seeing as well. So it, it's just very confusing. I don't know what he's thinking, I don't know what he wants. Um, I guess we'll find out as time goes on. We'll find out definitely uh, before that event, you know, shortly before the U.S. Open in June. But 
in the meantime, it's uh, it's it's a little disappointing, I guess. You obviously want to have the defending champion at the golf tournament. You want to have him playing, and I think uh, you know it would create a, a decent amount of, of of buzz surrounding the event, uh, even more so than it already has, considering it's a major. The fact that okay, what is Phil going to do? You know, coming back for the first time in a while, so. To not have that is a little bit tough, uh, you know, for the sport and I would say for the tournament itself. But overall, there's still going to be some really great golf going on for sure. I think Andrew makes a good point because the American media, the American golf media, has not been very kind to the Live Golf tournament. We've we've seen that time and time again. Whether it's you know some of the best young reporters out there on the tour have not that they're you know going crazy, but they're saying that <laughs> this is going to end in a lawsuit. And this is gonna not end well for whoever goes over there. Like nobody's really been, you know, all hoorah, go live golf in the American golf media for obvious reasons. So if I'm going to be the skeptic that I am for a second, I'm gonna say Daniel Rappaport's credential is not gonna get approved. Just put that out there, right? Bob Herrick's credential probably not gonna get approved. So who's going? Even if it's not to the London one, because you know you'd have to fly to back. Just cover it. Also, just who's, covering. Who's it. covering this event? Also on television. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that either. But Greg WFUV Sports. Yeah, is let's do it. This event. Let's do it. Let's get the drones <laughs> on the green crew. We'll be covering. Yep. So that would be a lot of fun. Um, but in terms of who's going to ask these questions, right? Who's going to be able to go? Is it going to be the British media who maybe doesn't care as much? And and the other maybe thing- it's not the first event. But who who's covering the event at Trump Benminster? Because like is like if I apply for that credential, I'm probably not going to get approved for that. Like, okay. I, I don't know it, who's so who's asking Phil these questions. He's never going to have to face the music about and, this. And my thing is, are they going to be allowed to ask those type of questions? You don't know what kind of process they have. Where it's going to just be about the tournament. We're not going to talk about the PGA Tour at these tournaments. Uh, for me, I'm not going to see it until I like. I'm not going to believe it until I see it. I have to see the players. I have to see the actual first round or first day or competition however the tournament's going to work it's been so much up in the air where i'm not buying it until i actually see the tournament be played now i want to ask a question to you guys do you mm-hmm. think besides the masters u.s open is phil playing another pga i don't think he's playing any of those i think he's only playing live i think he's done for his career he's done for his career i don't think i don't because at this point i don't know because that's my point though like those guys are going you think like, there's if no he going, never wants going to, back if he never wants to face the music he doesn't have to uh, I well, think he, he would. I think at the Masters. I think he plays again. I think it, it's Phil Mickelson. He has such a career on the PGA Tour. He'll find his way. He back. has no money. He's not gonna. He's not gonna risk ruining this live thing. He wouldn't put himself out there at this point. He would not have gone this, this far is, down this, the road if he did If he had the money to support oh, himself, this is, yeah. He has no money, which is sad and, too. Just which is sad horribly sad, yeah. of course. But he's done it to himself. I mean, it's not like yeah, I know. He's but, done it to himself. He's lost. He lost forty million dollars. In a in a short period of time, according to the Bob Herrick book, or not the Bob Herrick book, the other one, the Alan Chipnuck book, the this like un unimproved biography or whatever, lost forty million dollars in a five year span in which he wasn't winning golf tournaments. Like it, it looked like he was going to go to the Senior Tour at fifty and and run the world and make three hundred grand a week, which he probably could have done. But now this other option comes up. He doesn't have, I don't think, the financial stability to risk getting kicked off live. Do you think they would allow him to play the Masters and like that type of stuff? Because I think I the know. Masters would probably allow him to play, right? Because they love their champion. I, think they, I mean, Chris would, I think they would. Chris would have to get in here, get in here, and give me an, like an education about this. But is it Masters who would allow him to play the tournament? But if he were to go to live golf, and he couldn't, would he still be banned from that event? 
who's making the decision on that the Masters Greg, or the PGA Tour? Norman says that you can do both. It's just the PGA, the PGA Tour, Tour that said you can't do both. Okay. So, according to Norman, you can go play the Masters. Yeah, he doesn't. My care, point yeah. is, Phil knows he's at Public Enemy number one right now. And if, career- the media, if the media situation is what I'm speculating it to be, which is it's not going to be very intense and it's not going to be full of people who are criticizing him at the live tournaments, why is he going to go to the Masters where Herrig and Rappaport and all those guys are going to ask him the questions he hasn't wanted to answer uh, for the last three okay, months? Okay, this is my part, though. If he goes and he leaves the PGA Tour for live golf, he's effectively pulling the plug on his image. on his The, the plug is gone. Yeah, I think you're the plug is gone. Look at Tiger. You look at Tiger. You tell. I'm telling you that it's yeah. never gone. The plug's also, never Phil's gone. a lot. Usually, historically, better with the media. More like pe- before this, people loved Phil. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Sam? Yeah, I don't know. You guys bring up a bunch of really good points. I, I still, I'm kind of like Mike in that I, I still don't believe it until it happens. Like I, I still have trouble believing that this is the case until it happens, just because of how long Phil has been a part of the PGA tour and how long he's been a golfer on, on the tour. So to, to me, but then you compliment that with the fact that, okay, he's not playing this weekend. And, and to me, that's a huge deal. Obviously, you know, defending his, his, his championship. If he was going to return, I felt like, you know, this was going to be the one as obviously he said he was going to, and then now who knows what's going to happen. So it seems like, you know, from a practical standpoint, with the fact that he's not playing at the PGA this weekend, it's kind of the last straw. It's kind of the end of an era in terms of him with the tour. But at the same time, uh, you know, like I said, it's going to – I don't know. I, I don't know if I can fully say that confidently. I'm going to have to see it before I actually believe that that's the case. I just saw this uh, ESPN article I thought was pretty interesting. It says, Jack Nicholas says Saudi Arabian organizers offered him more than $100 million to be the face of the Live Golf Invitational Series. That's kind of wow. wild, and and he said he turned it down. Obviously, once right. in writing, once verbally, but I I don't know the fact that these guys who have made their careers so they've they've made the career on the PGA Tour, Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus, all going against it, but Phil Mickelson's going to be the one to back it. I don't know. It doesn't sit right with me, and I know the financial situation he's in. I think but, it comes down to money. Yeah, for him at least. Yeah, it's just it's going to be disheartening to see Phil Mickelson leave the PGA Tour if that's what ends up happening. Now, are other golfers? We think. What about like Sergio? Is he playing this weekend? What's his? Because I know obviously I he's know. had another. You know, is Sergio I, playing <laughs> this weekend? Let's see. I would think. Yeah, let's talk he's about been... the Sergio thing. This was a couple weeks ago at the Wells Fargo. I think? Yeah, the Wells Fargo. And uh, he got he got a, he got did get a crappy ruling. Yeah, he yeah. got a very bad ruling. I'm not even denying that. Uh, the ball was on another side of a creek, and they started the the clock um, when he was not on the correct side of the creek, so he had to get over, and then he lost all this time to look for the ball, had to take the penalty, the whole nine yards. He freaks out, right? He does a <laughs> classic Sergio freak out, and he goes, I can't wait to get off this tour only a few more weeks with you people, obviously referring to Saudi. Now, Sergio has his major. He went a long time with that one, but he has one now, the uh, 17 Masters. So, for him, this kind of makes... I, I I can see it from Sergio's perspective. And he's like a he's, big name. He's a big name. He's made a couple bucks in his life. And now he has a chance to make more than he ever has and retire early and move on. And nobody's really going to care that he, this Spanish guy, you know... Like, Basically Tiger's nemesis. Right. <laughs> he's Tiger's nemesis. He murders us in Ryder Cups. Nobody's yeah. going to care that this guy is gone. 
at the end of the day. He has been entertaining because he throws hissy fits on the golf course for the last five years. But at the end of the day, <laughs> but who that, cares? That's what it's going to be at the end of the day who goes to these tournaments. It's going to be the Sergio Garcia's. It's going to be the Lee Westwoods. Guys who had a career on the PGA Tour already, no yeah. one's going to really care if they leave, and they can make a lot of money. And yeah. people care if they'll leave. That's, that's the thing. That's the one. That they, people care well, if people, people care if, if Sergio leaves? No. You don't think? No, I don't think so. I think I, I think, think American golf initially, but in the long run, people won't. And people like won't forget. Care. I'll be yeah, happy because he won't play in the Ryder Cup, <laughs> so we can't beat us anymore. <laughs> yeah. So that's fine with me. And I, we don't have to. I mean, we'll get to watch him the clip because the clips will go viral. That his whole episode in the bunker happened in Saudi when he was oh, really? swinging the golf club back and <laughs> yeah. forth and scraping his feet. That was at, that was in Saudi Arabia. So I don't know. <laughs> like, just the thing is with this live golf is they're never going to get the top young golf player. They're not going to get the Xander Shoffleys, the Jordan Speeds. They're not even going to get the Roy McIlroys. Anyone that's still competing at a high level. They're n- I don't think they could take the PR hit. They can't take the PR hit. And Phil might be willing to because of the financial situation, and he's already in a hole. And What's the worst for him digging a, a bigger one? So. And also for those competitors, too. I mean, this talent pool is going to be lesser, it seems, right now. So why would you, like for them... Like, let's say it's a Morikawa or whoever it ends up yeah, being. Yeah, if you're about winning, like, why you want to yeah. go win on the PGA Tour exactly. where it matters. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Sergio is playing the PGA, okay. by the way, according to the PGA so Championship. He's not playing in Look at that. Live, then. Hosting the podcast and using the internet. No, I, he can play and live, but once he goes... Oh, okay, so it's up he, until this point. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Once he goes, he can't come back. Gotcha. Or I guess he could technically, like, sever his relationship with PGA <laughs> Tour, play and live, and then come back. I guess, but the, like, how many times can you just keep doing that back and forth? I no, you can't. I, I, isn't it a lifelong ban if you leave? No, it's just you get stripped of your tour cards. You'd have to work back to get it. Okay. So it's not a lifelong ban, yeah, but like... with the amount of money you're making at forty whatever years old, why would you? Why would you come back? Like Sergio, let's look up Sergio Garcia, twenty twenty one earnings, and see what comes up here. Uh, be- and I guarantee you that number is, is look low to us, but sir, uh, season overview twenty twenty two. Oh, eight sixty eight hundred sixty three eight hundred sixty three thousand dollars. That's more than I thought it was gonna be. He made that's a good. I mean, he made two hundred eighteen thousand for finishing seventh at Mayakoba in in November. So I mean, that's 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 twenty twenty two. So let's look you. at twenty twenty one, a full season. He made two point nine million dollars last year. That's a lot of money. That's though. a lot of money. That's more than I thought it was going to be, I'll be honest. I, I think, I mean, he'll make more than that one week in Saudi. Though. If he wins, yeah. If he wins, especially if he wins. So, uh, to me, like. Did you hear they had kept wear jerseys? They, yeah, they have to wear, like, they have to wear, like, team. <laughs> team para- yeah. yeah, it's like team paraphernalia. Because it's, it's a team event. That's hilarious. That is so funny. <laughs> so it should that be. That is hilarious. It'll be very like, do they interesting. Have numbers in the back and like their names and like. I have no like, clue. Whole... I don't know about that, but like it, they'll look like a high school golf team where they all have like the same color. Okay. That's that. That's what. That's what I think they'll look. That's like. That's better. I thought you meant like jerseys. I'm thinking like basketball. Like a hockey oh, jersey. Like, like they're all happy like... Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The city exactly. connect. I'm the like, city no connect way. jersey. <laughs> they're wearing those, those Washington Nationals like uh, cherry blossom. Yeah. Jerseys. The South Side Chicago White Sox <laughs> oh, jerseys. God, that would be incredible. Uh, yeah. So so Saudi rolls on. They live on and they will live on. <laughs> live. Get it forever. Uh, it seems like. But uh, you're not going to be able to play in both at the same time, according to Jay Monahan. as he, I mean, he, he laid the hammer down. 
that, that's what he did. He laid the hammer down, and we'll see what happens next. Uh, and yeah, it's been it's been a crazy week in that realm. Uh, as we move towards the PGA Championship, we have we're going to do the same kind of thing we did with the Masters, where we top twenty each of these guys. We subbed out, so we're doing the same list. We subbed out Bryson because we all knew we were going to. He say got for that cut. Again. He got cut. He got cut from yes. our list. I mean, he. It's not entertaining. You know, no. for Bryson, like it's it's like he's so bad that I can't even put him as my fade anymore. Exactly. That's what I oh, I, I so literally bad. was going to say the same thing. I'm like, it's so tempting. <laughs> I might to still take him fade, him. fade every time. <laughs> well, what are his odds? It all comes down to the odds. Uh, oh, he's far down. On the he's list. way down. Yeah, he is way, way, way. I think he's down like there. 65. Uh, and we subbed in Max Homo, who won a couple weeks ago uh, at the Wells Fargo. I believe it was, and uh, he's been playing great Good golf. for Max Homa. Good for, I love Max Homa, man. man. He is one of the most fun golfers he's on great tour. For, great for the game. Great for the game. Unbelievably. Just with his Twitter and his image. Yeah, he's great for the game. 100%. Great for the game. He won on Mother's Day. And, uh, you know, he. this is why he's funny, because he announced that his wife was pregnant, and he said so much hashtag perspective incoming, which is, of course, the big joke. That, oh, I get so much perspective on it. But he's joking. Yeah. And then right after that, the week after, he wins on Mother's Day. Uh, doesn't get much better than that. So he's a, he is as good as it gets. And if you want it, PGA Tour, if you want fans to legitimately think the pip is what you say it is, Max Homa should win every single year. Yeah, that's. I mean, he was like golfers know him, or golf fans know him. People know him just because, and he's like the whatever. Before this year, he was you know down and on the rankings. Mm-hmm. I mean, this has really been his first breakout year, mm-hmm. and people knew who he was before that. Twenty nineteen, he won at. Um, Oh God, uh, where did JT win the PGA down in uh, Carolina? Um, uh, Quail Hollow. Quail Hollow. Thank you. He won at Quail Hollow before the PGA Championship at Bethpage, and uh, that kind of put him on the map in terms of you know the people who were covering the PGA yeah. Tour at Bethpage because they're like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> uh, but then he becomes the Twitter guy throughout COVID, and then um, and now he's you know buddies with the Barstool guys and the whole thing, and great for the game. So we added him because we like Max Alma. So let's get it started with the Masters champion, Scotty Scheffler, still the number one player in the world. I don't think he's played since the Masters, which is hard to. Or I think he, I think he, he played, played once. once. He, he played once. Uh, did he, play in, he played last. He played last week. Oh, oh yeah, he played he? last week. Yeah, I thought he also played in Louisiana too. Oh, he did. You're right. right? So he's played yeah. twice, uh, cool. and he finished tied for 15th last week with a 19 underscore. Obviously, playing the best golf in the world. So to finish top 20 feels like an easy, easy yes. Oh yeah, this is you know easy and top twenty. I think top ten is also an easy yes. And I mean he's so good. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins this tournament. And the way he's playing, I mean we talked about it in the Masters. Obviously, Chris, you picked him to win, and that came true. And I mean he's on this like Tiger-like streak where you know back when Tiger was Tiger, uh, for real. And I I see that really you know staying staying par for the course here in the PGA. Yeah, easy for me, top 20. He's top five for me this weekend. Still making my mind up about the winner as uh, we move along this podcast. But so am I. He's like in my finalist that I'm thinking about picking. I just pick a winner and then I don't even think about it again because if, <laughs> if I did, there's so many names that you could just bounce. But anyway, uh, Chef is the same thing with me. Another top 20 easy, uh, definitely. I think we're across the board with that. It is uh, – it's impossible to pick against this guy. I don't know why we even thought about picking against him winning the Masters because that was just stupid considering how well he was playing going into that. And then obviously even better now with that with that major victory. So I, I got to go yes for 
Scotty Scheffler for sure. Yes, uh, yes, is in the top twenty across the board. He's tied at the top of the odds leaderboard at eleven to one with the Spaniard John Rahm, who is next on our list. I have him as a yes. I, I thought about having him as a, as a sneaky no, but it feels like he's kind of bounced back from his early season struggles again. Yeah. He has. He, or he won in Mexico, so that's his first win since the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. Um, I don't see him winning, but I, I do see him kind of bouncing back and getting back into form in order to defend that U.S. Open uh, yeah, crown. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, like w- winning the Mexico Open I think was big for him, and I just think he's going to be able to have a top 20 finish. I don't think he's going to win. I don't really think he's going to finish top 10, but I think he's going to have a solid finish there. You know, big hitter, usually does well in these types, you know, the PGA championships and I think he's going to finish top 20 here. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, John Rahm to finish top 20 as well. For me, with him, I think he's someone who's not going to be in the race to win it, but I could see him barely making the cut and then just having a really good Saturday-Sunday to close it out in the 15-16 range. So that's where I am at with Rahm right now, so top 20 for me. I'm going to go no. I'm going to switch things up. I, I don't think he will. Obviously, I, I know as well that he, he is coming off a win uh, You know, before that not playing some great golf. I think, you know, going into the masters, at least I said this, I think a lot of people thought this, that, you know, he would pick things up in a major, he would turn things around and he didn't do that uh, in the masters did not play kind of just, you know, okay, but you know, not great golf uh, at Augusta. And I I just don't have super high hopes for him yet. I'm not fully turned around on Rom this year in terms of him playing better golf, uh, despite the win at the Mexico open. So I I don't think he's going to crack the top 20. Colin Morikawa had his coming out party at the PGA Championship in Harding Park in 2020. And now I have him to finish in the top 20 once again. This is the guy I'll say it a million times. I would not be surprised if he won every single week. He's just that good. I know he's struggling right now, but I think he's taking a little bit of time off here. He played so well on that Sunday at the Masters. I think <laughs> struggling. What did he, did he, what did he finish in the, the Masters? Like fifth? Top 10, I think. Well, he first know, days, he then he and then he shot a 65 or whatever. I know, but for him struggling. For him struggling, for him struggling is a top 15 golfer in the world. So I'll yeah. say, yes, he finishes in the top 20. Yeah, he's just he's a guy that I think could win any week for sure. He's usually going to finish top 20 every week just because his swing is just so good, and obviously he's great with the iron. So I wouldn't be surprised if he wins this, and I think he goes top 20. Yeah, so he was the other guy, spoiler alert, him and Scotty Scheffler, who are in between winning this whole thing. So easy for me to make this pick. I'm going to go uh, Morikawa for top 20. Is Morikawa the defending champion because Phil isn't playing? I don't know Ooh. if that counts. Uh, I don't know if that counts, yeah. I don't think it counts technically. Well, he, but I, guess I, I thought Brooks field, came in second. Yeah. Last Brooks year. came in second but last year. But he's saying but Morikawa was the last Oh, okay, okay. Morikawa was the last winner to yeah. be playing this weekend. Yeah. 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 yeah, so basically, I don't know. I Just just a little thought there. But I do think Morikawa is going to be top 20 uh, again. Uh, uh, I think that he... Um, you know, fifth place in the Masters, like you said, um, really another guy just really there's a lot of guys in this list. It's like you have to pick somebody not to finish top 20. It's easy to pick almost all of them, too, at least at the top of this list here, because these guys are the heavy hitters. And Morikawa is certainly one of those that you could pick every single week. And um, I think I picked against him um, in the Masters to finish in the top 20. And that was a mistake. So I'm, I'm not going to do that again. I think he will be top 20. Yes, you did pick against him and he did finish in fifth thanks place. thanks for the reminder no you're Chris. you're so welcome uh he did finish in fifth place uh at the masters uh another guy who finished in a tie for fifth he only has one major championship uh and it came in the pga 
Shout out Andrew for pulling Quail Hollow out of thin air like five minutes ago. Oh, I, I, I had it on my. Uh, oh, there you go. I had like the the list of the <laughs> like the winners and where it was. So. There it is, perfect. Uh, and it is Justin Thomas. I have him as a no. I I think he's putting way too much pressure on himself in these major weeks, and he's talked about that. And I feel like the PGA kind of brings that extra pressure because it's like, oh, this is the one I should be able to win. Exactly. So I think I think Justin Thomas is a is a just outside the top twenty kind of guy this week. Um, and I, I'm I'm gonna fade him. I agree. I think he's also going to be, you know, no for me. And, you know, interesting because he won him back in 2017, and he's only made top 20 once since. So, mm. you know, a, a guy that's, you know, obviously, as you said, like maybe feels the pressure more after he won, and I think that continues here this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off you two. I'm going to go Justin Thomas. No, someone I've picked in the past and disappointed me this season, has had a lot of close finishes, hasn't been able to really, you know, cement himself as a consistent winner in the tour this season. So, yeah, for me, he's not going to finish top 20. I want to see it, you know, in a smaller tournament before I see it in a major. I think I'm in last in the picking standings out of the four of you, so I have to keep going against the grain here, and I, I, I plan <laughs> this to pick out anyway. I think JT will be in the top 20. Um, he's got seven top 10 finishes this year. Uh, I think he's due for a win, um, but that's another story for another time. But I, I think that, um, you know, he has a good shot at, uh, at, at being in the top 20. Obviously, I remember Mike has, has picked him a couple times um, and just that shows how, you know, good of a golfer he is. He certainly is, is a, a really quality golfer. And I think overall that he's going to put things together here at the PGA this weekend. Dustin Johnson has never won a PGA championship because uh, he grounded his club in a bunker hmm. and he finished tied for 12th at this past year's masters. I have him as finishing outside the top 20. Um, because I feel like I have to make some controversial picks to win this thing this time, so I'm just gonna go with that. Why we have the same picks? Oh God, dude! I he he's a guy <laughs> that he finished. He has two top twenties this year, Masters and Players, but uh, he missed the cut last year, I believe, and then he had the second in 2020. But obviously, he that got was roasted like, by Morikawa. Yeah, <laughs> and then like that was also in his stretch where he was like the best in the world too. Mm-hmm. And obviously, not right now. He's not playing at that same clip, so I'm gonna go with a no there. Yeah, I mean, RBC Heritage, he got cut um, in the AT&T, Brian Eston, he finished 59th, so he's been playing disappointing golf as of late, and I know he was, you know, pretty solid in the Masters, finishing 12th, but there's something about Dustin Johnson where he's just not at that level anymore, like Andrew said, so I'm picking him not to finish inside the top 20. Yeah, I guess we're pretty boring here on this podcast, because I'm going to go no as well. I think he's outside the top 20, so that's another one where we're all agreeing on here. Rory Rory McIlroy went full psycho mode uh, on Sunday at the Masters, and I think he I think he backs that up here at the PGA with a top twenty. I would even go as far as to say top ten, but the game is top twenty, so I'll keep it that and say he does finish in that uh, realm. Yeah, I, I agree. He's a guy that hasn't had a ton of success since he won, uh, but obviously he was a completely different golfer than in that like the down stretch that he has than where he is now, and obviously. Lee, he's a guy that's had that success at the PGA when he's at the top of his game. I think he's at the top of his game right now, or close. I think he's really peaking at the right point. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins one of these majors eventually, uh, but I don't know if he's going to win. I think he's going to finish top 20, though. Yeah, I mean, finishing second in the Masters, you saw what he did that Sunday, ending it off with the bunker chip. Uh, only tournament since the Masters, Wells Fargo, finished fifth, so he's playing good golf. I'm going to pick it with that and go top 20 with him. I'm going to go no here. Uh, he has uh, 
other than his win, he won in the PGA in 2014, but he really hasn't found much success at, at the PGA tournament, especially recently, um, you know, in the past like four or five years. So that's a, a pretty large sample size. And I, I, I think it's a risky pick to say he's not going to be inside the top 20 because he could win um, it. I think. I think he can very well win. Yeah, exactly. He can win any tournament to be honest with, with how skilled he is, but I, I just don't think that's going to happen this week. I see him outside the top 20. I have Hideki Matsuyama as outside the t- of the top 20. Um, I, I I was running out of spaces. I had to pick somebody. I was wrong about Hideki at the Masters. He has been hurt. He hasn't played great, but he did play pretty well on the weekend at the Masters. So I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm going to go with no. He's a guy that I think like is one of those Masters types players, like Masters, British Open, usually plays good at those compared to you know, the PGA Tour U.S. Open, and that's kind of what I think you know, he'll finish outside of. He actually hasn't finished outside of top 20 since Quail Hollow, and I don't think he does it here. Yeah, I'm going to go top 20 with him. Um, played very well to Brian Nelson, um, finishing third, and he was really good at the Masters, surprisingly good considering he had been withdrawing from tournaments, not playing, um, had been unhealthy. But uh, I like the golf he's been playing. I think he's had the rest he needs to get things going this weekend, so I'm going to take him to finish inside the top 20. I'm with Mike. Matsuyama's surprised. I think all of us at the Masters, and I think um, you know he's playing pretty good golf lately. Uh, I, I could see him finishing similar to the way he did in the Masters, almost kind of sneaking into the top 20 there, like he did at that tournament. So I, I, I do see him uh, inside that number at the PGA. You were yes or no on Hideki, Andrew? No. Okay. Uh, that's what I thought. Our new guy, Max Homa, won at the Wells Fargo. I think Max Homa was built for the PGA Championship. This guy can hit the ball a mile. I have him as easily in the top 20. Uh, again, I say this about a lot of young American golfers, but this guy feels like he could rattle off three or four. Oh, he's he's a guy that – he won the national championship, I believe, right? I believe that's right. Yeah. yeah, in college. Obviously didn't have the best start to his professional career, but he's going to – he's a guy that, look, hits the ball you know, out of sight, and that's that's going to play well here this week, and I think he's going to finish inside the top 20, also playing really good golf. He's right already now. 31. I did Is not he? Think, I did not think he was already 31. Anyways, Mike? Uh, I'll let Sam go first. I'm thinking uh, still. <laughs> still thinking about it. Okay, right up to the right up to the buzzer there. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go no on Max Homa. Um, you know, I almost was persuaded by what both of you just said. Uh, I, I think he is, you know, playing really good golf right now. He's way more confident, and you can tell by the way he's playing. Obviously, with his victory at Wells Fargo. Um, but I just don't think he has it in him this weekend. I, I, I think he will make the cut. I think he will be, you know, playing throughout the weekend, but I just don't see him, you know, cracking the top 20. So I don't know why, but this week, everyone I think could finish top 20, whereas in the Masters, I picked a lot of people not to. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go, he does finish in top 20, just how good he's been playing Wells Fargo to finish there. Um, uh, He's someone, I'm playing the hot hand, and he's playing good golf, so I'm going to pick him inside the top 20. And just to confirm what Andrew said, he won the individual championship at the uh, NCAA men's gotcha. golf in 2013. So his team that did not long win. ago. I'm telling you, dude, he's wow. 31 years old. <laughs> Surprising to me. Uh, he, he burst on the scene. He was a he was a web.com lifer for a while there, and then burst on the scene as I mentioned in 2019. Yeah. Uh, lo- he who's lost his card in 2017, and now here we are five years later. He's a four-time champion. So I remember so. he was talking about how he was like he only made like eighteen thousand dollars his first year on the PGA Tour. Yeah, 2017. <laughs> he made two cuts in 17 events, lost his card, and made eighteen thousand dollars. Yikes. <laughs> and now here he is, a top 20 player in the world. Jordan Spieth just finished second at uh, Byron Nelson. He won uh, at RBC Heritage. 
and now he is going for the career Grand Slam. I do not think he finishes in the top 20 um, because he played so horribly at the Masters, and I feel like there's a lot of pressure on him at the PGA. And he's, I mean, he's a Texas boy. This is in Oklahoma. I could get in trouble for saying that, you know, it's a hometown <laughs> thing. But it kind of is. You know, they're not that far away from each other. Somebody said, you know, I was playing in a hometown event in Massachusetts. I wouldn't be upset about that because, you know, it's not far from where I live. Right, Sam? Would you agree with that? If you were a PGA uh, Tour player and they said yeah, it was a hometown I mean, totally. event in Boston, you'd say, yeah, Listen, I was, fair enough. I was about to say the same thing, like right. literally about speed. Like right. I was literally about, about the same. I mean, they're close enough, close especially enough. for us in New England. Like we're in New York. So for us, it's like, well, whatever. It's in the, like, it's close, you know, it's Texas, Oklahoma. Like, <laughs> it's all the same. But He's that, not finishing in the top 20. I don't know. <laughs> He's not finishing in the top 20 to me. Of course, we finally disagree. Here we I, go. I, I think he's going to first at the RBC, second at the Is this the, the first Nelson. time you've yeah. disagreed with yeah, him? Yeah, we were eight yeah. for eight. Yeah, so that's insane. Thank that's God crazy. we. I think I've disagreed with Chris on every single one. <laughs> I, I, I literally <laughs> think so. That's I think the, so. that is the way to go. Let me tell you. But yeah. well, that's just gonna make it really interesting when these when we find oh, out. Oh yeah, well. exactly. Well, that means one person's gonna be on top, and that that was like the Brooks pick from uh between me and Mike in the Masters. That's right. But uh, yeah, I, I think Spieth. Ends up finishing top 20. He's played really well of late. I think he's not going to compete to win, but I think he'll finish top 20. Yeah, I think Spieth is under pressure, as David Bowie and Freddie Mercury say, and I don't think he's going to crack the top 20. Uh, I like Spieth to, to crack the top 20. He's playing good golf right now. Uh, you know, I think being close to home, I guess like we talked about, uh, I think will help uh, with a little bit of that pressure that you guys are talking about, maybe make it a little bit more familiar being – you know, down in the south. So uh, I, I think Jordan Spieth will have a good golf tournament this weekend and will uh, be inside that top 20. Uh, I lost my tab. Tiger Woods is next, uh, and he is good at golf. He's back at Southern Hills, but I think he finishes out to the top 20 because this is a long golf this course. This is not his course. <laughs> this is not his course. Um, but keep in mind, he's winning the British Open at St. Andrews. So, you know. Uh, that that's just something to keep in mind there. Uh, I'm so I'm I'm so sorry. I got heavily distracted by the fact that the Islanders just hired a new coach. Mike and Sam, what were, just quick, what were your answers on speed? I said he's not finishing top twenty. Okay. I said he is. Okay, great. Uh, and I'm saying no on Tiger Woods. I I think no too. This is just not his course, and I don't think it probably will ever be his course. I don't think the PGA will ever be his event ever again, which is tough to say. Obviously, he won here in 2007, but I mean, I, I look, I'm happy to see Tiger plays. I'd honestly be surprised if he makes the cut, hmm. but I think that it's great to see him play. Like we were talking about the Masters, we were so excited. This one, it's all been about Phil, which has obviously you know been the story for the for the most part with this PGA Championship. But for Tiger, I just don't think uh, he's going to finish top twenty here. Just long course and the way his body's holding up right now, I don't think that he makes it to the weekend. Hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to continue with everyone Agreed, else. Yeah. You know, he looked good at the Masters, but just the collapse on Saturday and Sunday. Just he doesn't have the longevity to play four days. Even if he makes the cut, I just don't see him playing good enough on Saturday or Sunday to put himself in a position where he can win. Now, could I be wrong and Tiger just flips the irons all over the place and is landing balls right right near the cup? Yeah, that could happen, but I don't think the odds are in his favor to do that. So I will pick he does not make the top 20. Last time at the Masters, I said he wouldn't make the cut, and I was basically persecuted on the air for that <laughs> As I proved to be correct, and I I, I wasn't happy being correct. Obviously, no, I was no, he, he did make the cut. He did make no, the yeah, cut. Yeah, you said outside the top, sorry, outside the top sorry, 20. Sorry, he not top yeah. 20. Yes, I got what I'm sorry. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Outside, uh, in the top 20, he was not. He did make the cut. I think also 
with the expectations now, um, he does. I, I saw something that said he, he he feels stronger. He feels a lot stronger than he did at the Masters. I mean, that is what you would hope, I guess, considering it's been longer since he was, you know, obviously in that terrible accident. Um, and he's continuing to recover a little bit. And he's had a couple of weeks since the Masters. Uh, however, I, I also don't think he's going to make the top 20. I think he's just a, still kind of a step away. He talked about how he was looking forward to uh, the British Open, you know, after the Masters, and he almost kind of skipped over in terms of his conversation. He didn't even talk about uh, the PGA <laughs> or the U.S. Open. So I was a little surprised, I guess, to see that he was still deciding to play in this tournament. Um, so maybe he's still just a little bit, you know, kind of a step away in terms of uh, competing uh, for a major. So I think, uh, yeah, he will be outside the top 20, but I certainly will be rooting for him as I know all of us will to make the top 20 and all I'm hoping he's all of us wrong. Yeah. I hope that we're all wrong. As I think, well. I think Tiger's biggest fan this weekend is going to be like Phil. Cause if Tiger wins, the, oh, everyone, will, <laughs> everyone Phil. will forget about Phil. That's a very good point. Uh, here's a guy who missed the cut at the master surprisingly. Who, we all had him top 20. I think somebody I had even, him winning. I think somebody picked him to win. Yeah, Sam yes. picked Sanders yeah. Shoffley to win. And he goes Terrible. out and misses the cut. So I'm doubling down. I'm saying he finishes top twenty. Uh it's amazing to me he doesn't have a major championship already. He was fantastic in the Ryder Cup. He plays really well at Augusta. Uh and he played terribly. I think he's gonna be back with a vengeance. Uh this is Xander Shoffley. I'm going to say he's not going to finish top 20. He's been miscut, make cut for his past five starts, which is kind of interesting. And now mm. he's on a miscut. I don't. I think he's going to make the cut, but I just don't think he's going to play that well. He actually missed the cut in last year's PGA. And I think he makes the cut this year, just not top 20. I mean, yeah, Xander has still pretty good odds to win it. 22 to 1 odds to win it. That comes in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10th, 10th place odds-wise. So... For me, I think he's someone that's... Excellent counting there, Mike. <laughs> I know. I, I'm not a math major, but I put my math skills on display just now. Um, I, he's too good of a golfer not to have a good finish at a major so far this year. I thought the Masters was going to be a top five for him. Lock, just about the success he's had. Um, didn't happen this time around, but I think PGA Championship, he makes up for it. Yeah, I mean, I, had, I was just... I, I was so shocked, the fact that he not only didn't you know, make the top 20... Uh, at the Masters, yeah, he but the stunk fact that he missed the, the cut. Yeah, he stunk at the Masters. I, I mean, I mean, that was so surprising. That's the golf success for you. He's had at that tournament at a young age, but yeah, exactly, that is golf. Um, so he might hurt me again in terms of I'm I'm saying he's not going to make the top twenty, but then now he probably will make the top twenty just because like <laughs> you know I don't know that's how this stuff works. So we'll see, but I I think Xander will you know fall out of the top twenty. Uh, he's been inconsistent this year. Uh, he hasn't shown any success, obviously, at the Masters and, and in, in majors uh, this season. Um, he has in the past, but not this year. So I think uh, as of right now, I, I don't think he's going to make that top 20. Okay. Uh, two more guys to go. One with the epic collapse at Augusta. He drops the ball in the water on 12, uh, but he wanted the players, and that's Cameron Smith. I think that I think he's going to go off this week. I think he's going to go off this week. I have him as finishing the top 20 pretty easily, and uh, I'm really excited to see this guy and what he has learned from Augusta. He's kind of like kind of turning into like a Morikawa type where you think he's going to be in the thick of it every weekend. I mean, the guy, the way playing, this guy rolls the ball yeah. is unfreaking believable And if it wasn't for Scotty Scheffler, I mean, who knows what he would have done this mm -hmm. year. But it's been them two usually at the top. I think he finishes top 20. We'll see how it goes further than that. I think he'll actually finish top 10 too. He's just, you know playing very, very good golf right now. The way he's playing in his short game is, you know, next to none right now. It's just really hard to bet against someone who's as good a putter as Cam Smith. Yep. 
Uh, he's an easy top 20 for me. I'm not, I don't even have to think about it. So I'll just move the podcast along top 20. Yeah. I'm with all you guys. Uh, I, th- I think top 20 as well. He's playing really good golf this year. Um, you know, obviously you can't go against that putting like you guys talked about the masters just, I think showed that and really put him in a national, you know, stage and a national light there and say, you know, this guy can really play some very good golf and has the opportunity uh, to, to win a major for sure. Um, and, uh, I, I think the PGA is a great opportunity for him to do that. And at the very least, he will definitely be in that top 20. If you could only have one, would you have Cam Smith's mullet or mustache? Can I pick neither? Yeah, I guess I, can't I, I, I love the golf yeah, like, game. I, can't I don't, I don't want the... I, the mullet look. I mean, I, I love the mullet. The mustache is a little much. His mullet is, he's got a, he's got a good I feel like I take the mustache before I take the mullet. Okay. That's interesting. To have a really nice mustache, you'd be like, wow, that guy's got a good mustache. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's not a That's mullet. True. It's like That's anyone true. anyone could grow their hair out and try to get the I mullet. cannot. I cannot go. I can't. It doesn't work. Yeah, like just, I, I mean, have you tried? I mean, like, I mean, I've, I would I, love my to, hair was crazy my, long. Last my hair saying. goes out, yeah. not down. Can exactly. we just, like, yeah. take Cam Smith's mullet and plop it on you? I, just, I wish. I would love to I see I wish. It doesn't work like. that way, unfortunately. Yeah, so my, my hair was crazy like long last week. or something then? Is that what you're it's saying? It just goes like, hair I, hair my hair never goes that. It never like, goes down like that. Yeah, just, like, yeah. I don't know. But like it would, I mean, straight up in the air. Not straight like up in the air. It's like out. Like, it's like I get a, what he's yeah. saying. It's got like it, out. Got it, got, like, got it, got it. It's not good. Okay. Our last All one right. is Brooks Kepka, who I think is finishing outside the top 20. He's won two of these things, but he has not played well recently. He hasn't, but, man, this guy plays good in PGA Championships. He's finishing top 20. I think he may come back to win this thing. And I know he did it to me in the Masters, and I'm I'm between two guys. He's one of them. I think he's going to be in it, like, literally every year. I don't care how bad he's playing. For some reason, he always finishes top five at these events. I think he finishes top 20 for sure, and I think he may win it. Yeah, this guy's good at the PGA Championship. Any other tournament, I'm taking him to finish outside the top 20, but considering his success here. He was just a runner-up behind Phil Mickelson this past year. He's an easy pick for me to finish top 20. Uh, I'm going to say, despite the success at the PGA, um, I'm going to say that he does not finish outside the top 20. I mean, I can't go against the fact that he's missed the cut six times this year. I mean, he has not had a good year. So I I think uh, I can't overlook that despite his success at the PGA. So I think he's going to be outside the top 20. All right, there it is. Those are our guys for the PGA Championship. Now to our pick, sleeper, and fade. Uh, let's start with the lows. You end on a high note. It's my I like to do that. So we're going to start with the fade. I'm fading Joaquin Neiman. This guy, he played fantastic with Tiger in the first two days at the Masters and fell off from there. I think he's going to miss the cut this week. I, I love the way he plays. I love his swing. It's so weird and awesome. Uh, but for some reason, I'm just not feeling Joaquin this week. Mine's JT, and I, I like I, I love JT. I think I've picked him to win a tournament in the past here on this podcast. But he, I, I think ever since he won, you know, in 2017, he just hasn't been, you know, there at the PGA, and I think that continues this weekend. So I'm gonna do, guys. I'm gonna do the thing, and I'm gonna pick Bryson DeChambeau as my fade. <laughs> Mike needs Mike just I wants to po- beat me. I need po- I need Boo. points, guys. I need points any way I can. Yeah, I don't like that. Either. I couldn't That's like I wanted like, to fade Bryson. Everyone know if you listen to this podcast, like, right. you know I do not like Bryson, and I would love to do that, but he's too low on the list. No, let me know. Sixty-five to one odds. He's below Tiger. Okay. <laughs> Look, he's got to miss the cut. Scratch it. We're Scratch scratching it. it. Thank you, Sam. You go. Let me think of a new fade. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at it. See, Andrew. Okay, you and I are basically going head to head this week because I'm gonna take. I'm gonna fade Kepka. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fade. Uh, Brooks, I, I think that um, he honestly, 
like we talked about, obviously a lot of success uh, at the PGA in the past, but um, the PGA has not been at Southern Hills since 2007. So this is obviously a new course. This is a different course. Uh, although it is the same tournament, uh, it, it's a different course. And, and I think the fact that Brooks has uh, really, really struggled uh, this year just makes this pick a little bit easier for me to say that uh, I, I think Brooks is going to struggle and those struggles will continue. Six missed cuts. I already said that, but that to me is a, is a huge number for a guy with a, as big of a name as Brooks Kepka. So uh, I'm going to fade him this week. All right. I'm going to go Dustin Johnson as my fade. Um, just a disappointing like season from him. I think finished well at the masters, but has struggled the past two tournaments he's participated in with a cut and then a 59th place. Um, you know, he looked good in the match play, uh, Dell Technologies. That might, I think that's his best finish of the season, right? Uh, I think that's right, yes. Um, but oh, no, he, he finished tied for 12th at the oh, Masters. No, he, finished in, he finished in fourth place at the yeah, and so Del those Te- those are the two best. Yeah. So it's Masters and Dell Technologies that are his two best this season. <laughs> um, two bigger tournaments, but I don't think he's had a consistently good season enough where I can pick him to finish, um, inside the you know, even cut range. So he, I, I, I say he's gonna get cut. All right, I, I do have to run, so Mike's going to take the reins here. My last two picks are the guys we've already talked about. My sleeper is Max Homa, and my pick to win is Cameron Smith. Keep in mind, I nailed Scotty Scheffler. So. And, Chris, thank you Cam for Smith. your services on the podcast. Oh, I, yes. I appreciate you guys. Get, just had to get out that he that he nailed that pick. Right I, at the end. I did. I you know, if Cameron Smith wins, you have to come on to just at least talk for like five minutes. I, I can do that. I've also uh, come to a contractual agreement with Mike Calamari to be the guest picker for the last two majors of the mm-hmm. season. So you will have oh, me I back that. on awesome. Zoom uh, for the final awesome. two majors of the season to to a uh, guest pick, especially because I'm going to go two for two. So exactly right, you have to have me back. And if so. you sweep, I want to see then you're back next is this, year too. Is this applause? Is this something? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you uh, very much. I'm off to go uh, see what Lane Lambert has to say. Um, enjoy uh, the PGA, and um, I'll be listening. So uh, goodbye, guys. Awesome. Bye, Chris. I didn't. I didn't love that sound effect. I want to get a better one. Like this is a better one. Yep. As, he, as he walks out of the studio now with the He's getting the real applause. dramatic moment there. <laughs> um, so Chris is gone. I, I'm now the A host. Um, he made his final two picks, which you'll, we'll post up on that uh, graphic. He's got to do his Ireland beat reporting uh, business as they hire a new coach. But now let's head over to let's save the pick for last and let's go dark horse now. Andrew, you can start us up. I'm going with Max Homa too, and I, I swear, me and Chris did not like share picks before this, but Max Homa. Ever since he won, it was it two weeks ago now when he won. I was like, this guy's gonna, you know, finish in the top twenty, and I think that he may win this tournament. I think it's built for him. I think he's gonna eventually win one. I don't know if it's too soon. Maybe next year would be a better, better time as he continues to ascend. But he's such a likable guy, and for him, I definitely want to see him shoot up the leaderboards on Sunday. That's a good pick. I, I got Cam Cameron Young, who's been playing amazing yep. golf so far. Uh, I think he finished second in the Wells Fargo. Let me um, check that real quick. Uh, he um, he played he finished uh, played great tournament there. Um, did not play well at the Masters, but he has done a great job so far this season. And um, he drives really well, so I think that matches up well with the PGA Championship. Um, so yeah, I, I like Cameron Young as my dark horse. So we talked we talked about um, we talked about how Jordan Spieth was kind of like uh, a pseudo hometown guy even though he wasn't taylor gooch is actually a hometown he's he's from oklahoma um so he's he's from about i think 90 minutes away from from southern hills so he's from the area 
And to me, he's going to be my sleeper, 100 to 1 odds to win. I, I don't think he's going to win the tournament, but I do think he will make the cut. I think being in your home state uh, really gives you a lot of pride and, and, and kind of will you'll bolster that game a little bit. He's also, you know, uh, he was top 20 at the Masters this year, which I think was kind of like under the radar a little bit and how he played in that tournament. So he's had a little bit of success this year, uh, and I think that's going to continue. I, I see him making a cut here at the PGA. Yeah, another good pick. I, th- I like the dark horse picks the best because it's hard to be wrong. Like if they play bad, then you're like, all right, well I took a chance. There's no, someone. there's not as much risk. Yeah, the the, ri- the risk is not really there. So I like that. And you sound a lot smarter versus. And then yeah, like if you get it right, then sound- you're like, I had this guy all along. <laughs> and for my Cam Young pick, just to back it up, top three in the RBC Heritage and second in the Wells Fargo. That's the two tournaments he's played since the Masters. So um, a lot of success for him. Let's move on to the picks. So this is the make or break. The most does he get the most amount of points if you get the pick right? You saw that tweet we put out where I think it's three points for a pick, two for a dark horse, one for a fade. Chris is the only guy to get a pick right, I think, so far this season, right? Or I, I think I also yeah. got a pick. Um, I think Mike. I think you did too. I did. Get oh a pick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Zurich, right? Yes, I got the Zurich pick, and um, yeah. Chris got the Masters, which is kind of a big one. Um, but now it's another time for a major and another time to pick who we think will win the second major of the season. And, Andrew, if you want to do the honors of making the first selection. Um, you know, I, I said it before, but I'm between Scheffler and Brooks. And Scott, the only reason I'm like— You picked Brooks for the Masters, right? Yeah, I did. Which, like, you'd be like, why would you pick him again? I mean, this Brooks is— Brooks is going to hurt you again. Like, I'm really—he's got so, such, so close. He's got such good—he won it twice, right? He won it twice. And he won he, it back-to-back years. And he was the runner-up with Mickelson, so— yeah. He he's gonna be in the mix. I, I I think. I just don't know. I don't know if he's gonna win. Like Scotty, the only reason I pick against Scotty is that back to back is very very tough, especially when it's been within like what. Well, what a are month? the numbers on back to back? I'm trying to find that right now, but it's it's not the easiest list to to find. And you'd have say. to look at like full Masters leaderboard on one page and exactly, and then look at all of them. But you know what? I'll I'll make it interesting. I'll go Brooks and and go against Sam. I I I just think he's gonna. You know, turning on, he's a guy that just does well in, in major tournaments, and I'll bank on that after mixing the cut in the Masters. I don't think he's going to miss the cut again. I mean, that would just be insane. So I, I think he's going to win this, and we'll have to see what happens. Hopefully he doesn't hurt me again. Yeah, I'm going Scotty Scheffler. I just I can't pick against this guy. He It would just be too tough for me. He's the best golfer in the world. What I saw from him at the Masters – was such a dominating and convincing pin uh, win. I mean, he like three putted the last hole and was able to win by three strokes. I mean, just the dominance. Like five putted, I think. Yeah, I mean, and it, the, was, it was like it was insane. The run he's on is Tiger esque, and you have to know the run. You have to see it, and you have to pick with it. So I'm going to go Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good pick. You really can't go wrong picking Chef. Uh, to make this even more interesting, Andrew. Uh, I believe you're going to go JT Justin Thomas, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, my so Andrew uh, and Chris uh, have Justin. picked together all day and Sam has just went at, went against all of them, both of you get them, right? Yeah. I've just gone completely. Well, I'm in last place, so I need a lot, but I didn't <laughs> know this going in. I mean, I, I made these picks before. I haven't changed a single pick I made. I mean, I, I can put my life on that, but however, I, I do like Justin Thomas. Um, he's, he's won this tournament before he's won the PGA before. Um, and I know I mentioned how that doesn't matter as much considering it's at a course that hasn't hosted the PGA since, uh, 2007, but still, uh, it's nice to have that as well. Um, 
And obviously, he's gotten close to winning a lot of tournaments this year. I, I, I think, honestly, he's just due. He's due for a win. He's had way too many top 10 finishes this year uh, for me not to think that, you know, he's going to get that win. And I think, why not here at the PGA? So I think Justin Thomas will will win the PGA tournament. So we got a lot of good picks. Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Scotty Scheffler. Hopefully one of them win. Uh, I'm blanking on Chris's pick right now, Andrew. Do you remember? His me? pick was Smith. So we got right. yeah, I, I, Smith. Yeah. I would not be surprised if one of those guys are the champion. I think those are among the top of the leaderboard. So it's going to be really interesting. And look out on Twitter, on WFE Sports Twitter. We're going to have a bunch of posts with graphics. And uh, you'll be able to see our top 20 selections and also our uh, pick, fade, and sleepers. But that's just about do it for this episode of the PGA Championship, just under an hour. So a good length for uh, this second major talk. And then we'll be back again next week to be talking about all things uh, golf and we'll review the PGA Championship. So please join us for that and have a great rest of the day. On the Green is a production of WFUV Sports.